going on? This is StoochCast, episode 90. 90 for uh, TJ Watt, because that's his number. Um, protector of the ends. Uh, yeah. I don't know. What's there to talk about? Whoop. This week, this is a late, late episode. I know, Thursday. I was, I was getting lazy, but you know what? You got to persevere, and uh, you got to do them. I try to do these what a week, for better or worse. So, all right. All right, a minute in. I might make this like 15, but all right, we'll do sports. First, I'll talk about the who. I forgot to mention on uh, the last podcast with Mr. Keegan Ramser, Keegan, just simply Keegan, uh, that, yeah, I went and saw the who with uh, two uh, guests of the podcast, Mr. Alex Hodawanek and Chris Syak. And I got to tell you, man, it was uh, it was pretty good. They were down at PPG Paints, and this was back. Oh, jeez, uh, May thirtieth. Woo! It was like, like uh, two weeks ago. All right, now, just about, almost around two weeks ago. But yeah, they just. I, I mean, it was the Who. I feel like the Who are very underrated as a band because when you think of '60s bands, you think of like. I mean, the Who are definitely up there, but you always think it's like big bands. You always think the Stones, Beatles. I mean, Beatles number one. The Beatles, Stones, uh, the Doors. You have like Pink Floyd, Zeppelin, and then you know you just go into your '80s bands like U2, Metallica, Guns N' Roses. All the like all those bands you could probably are like huge names, but it's like the Who's always been. They've always been around there. Like Daltrey has a great voice, very operatic voice and um you know they had a lot of really good songs like for example i could see for miles the song i've heard the beginning of that song many times i never knew that was a who song but i was like damn that it's like one of those things where you knew the who were a good band but then you realized another song you know what i mean like you know a band's really good you've heard a lot of their stuff and then you just realize that Oh, this was like this is another great song and it's like as a kid like growing up or whatever like you you'd be out in say public places or whatever and they'd play it but you never like got to see who exactly is this you know if that makes sense it's like you already think an artist is great enough and then you hear another song that's really good you couldn't tell but then you come to that conclusion oh shit that's them too and that just has like another feather in the cap it's like jesus but they did a lot of stuff from tommy and the I, I'm not even gonna try to pronounce the Q album. The Q album, but those are both like rock operas. Very. I, to be honest, I've never listened to them all the way through. But it's like I do know a lot of those hits. Like the songs they played, I knew like ten of them. You know what I mean? But they had like a solid lineup. But I'm shocked they didn't play. Um, they didn't play My Generation. And there's like there was another one they didn't play. But um, they played um. You know, of course, Pinball Wizard. Who Are You, Eminence Front, Better You Bet, I Can See For Miles, Behind Blue Eyes, Won't Get Fooled Again, Love Rain Over Me, Baba O'Reilly, I mean, that's, you know, there's more songs than that, but they came with an orchestra, and it really just added on to, you know, what they were trying to do, it was really neat, I remember Townsend, Townsend talked a lot, he's pretty much the band leader, I think he pretty much writes I think it's pretty much his design. Like he, he's definitely like leads the band, but him and Daltrey kind of play off each other. And the Who used to be, you know, two members died: Keith Moon and uh, John Entwistle, or however you pronounce his last name. See, I just never hear it pronounced, so I, 
I guess Eintwistle, Intwistle, something. John, let me look it up. Yeah, John Eintwistle, Intwistle. I think he died with like a with like a stripper. He did like some drugs or something. That's how he died. That's a rock and roll way to go out. And then Keith Moon was just crazy. He he died way back like eighty or seventy something like that. Just Keith Moon was always crazy though. They'd blow up toilets and stuff like that. But back in the day, I mean, the Who like. They sold out stadiums. Like, I'm looking at some of their tours. I don't know. Just look up. Just go on. I mean, you can just go on Wikipedia and you just see. You just see what they've done. Like, I just look up the Who Tour 1980. And they just did, like, you know, just all these theaters, forums, arenas. I mean, that was back in 1980 they were doing that. And I think now it's just, like, you're older. But, I mean, how do you not... And they, they toured pretty consistently. Like, every year, they'd go on a tour. Tour band, tour dates. Yeah, they did coliseums. It was crazy, man. That's like a legendary... I mean, like, they came out in, like, 65, 66. They were just, like, right there. It's like, you're seeing this in real time. Like, history. It's like, back in the day, you know, it's it was like the devil's music. Now, it's just like, it's, it's you know, brought to you by Heinz Ketchup corporate and mastercard corporate sponsored like it like literally like listening to a band like the who now is considered like safe it's like safe music to listen to because like any kind of classic rock it's just it's safe to listen to and because you just hear it on the radio and stuff like that all the time because it's pretty much your parents your parents music it's the parent it's your parents music that you grew up on so it's like my parents grew up my parents grew up in their time was like definitely 70s mid 70s to like mid 80s probably my parents time so probably like the people from their generation would have been like like bruce springsteen u2 michael jackson madonna you know it's like that like that one song 1985 i think pretty much would <laughs> pretty much so what else was big uh, saturday night fever <laughs> like the mid 70s to mid 80s vibe I don't know. I don't know where I'm trying to get out there, but you you know what I mean. But yeah, the pirates they look uh, they don't look too good. I think Archer, whew, not looking, not looking too hot. A lot of five home runs. I, like, how do you have them keep pitching? Like after like after like the third home run allow, allowed, wouldn't you just kind of like, all right, buddy, you're done. <laughs> after you allow three homers in a game, would you be like, yeah, you're just giving them, lobbing them balls to just smack. The wall, but uh, let me see the what's, what's baseball. I'm just gonna look at the stats. I know they're not like all right, Pirates' current record, they're 30 at 37. Dude, they're Pythagorean win loss, it's even worse. They should, like, hypothetically, given the amount of runs scored and runs allowed, they should be 26 and 41. If just based on runs scored, runs allowed, so it's like the Pirates have been a bit lucky this year. Just with how they played. Because they've lost a lot of, like, by, like... They lost a lot of games by, like, 10 runs. 10, 13 runs. It's insane. But Josh Bell is very good. And I'm going to try to look at that lineup. Like, yeah, he... Him and... Okay, Marte's picking it up a bit. But, yeah, Josh Bell's pretty much carrying the team. Offense. He has 61 RBI. Wow. I get... It's pretty... 
I've said this. Like, what was the last time a Pirates had 100 RBI? It had to have, Jason Bay has to be the last Pirate. I remember Kutch never had 100 RBIs as a Pirate. He never has. So I think it, I think it was, unless Pedro Alvarez did. But I think it was Jason Bay back in like, oh, gee, 2006. Like, look up. All right, I'm going to look this. Uh, Pirates RBI leader by season. There, there's got to be listed somewhere. Pirates, where is that? I mean, you, you, you can't have like a list where it's like, all right, last Pirate with 100 RBI. It'll be Jason Bay. Oh, uh, you got a name. Wait, 2013. Oh, shit. 2013? 2013 Pirates. Let me see this. I can't. If I skip that, that'd be insane. I can't even imagine. Like, I'm trying to think. Somebody got 100 RBIs on that 2013 Pirate team? No, they didn't. I could have swore it was like Jason Bay back in like 2006, 2007. It was the last Pirate. If I miss that, I'm, oof, I'm dropping the ball. Oh, Pedro Alvarez did. Wow. I, wow. Couldn't believe. Oh, man. Jeez, I thought he was close. I knew that was like the year he had 36 home runs and 100 RBI. Wow. That's crazy. You hit. That's crazy. You hit 36 home runs and 100 RBI, and your OPS is only like 770, which is like decent if you're like a shortstop, but as like a power hitter, like your OPS needs to be like over 950 to be great all-star caliber or whatever. Wow, I can't believe that. I've been see. This is why um, this podcast isn't all about facts. I can't believe that. I could have swore it was Jason. I Pedro Alvarez exactly one hundred. So he just. I thought he had like ninety eight or ninety nine RBIs. But man, I didn't realize. Like I knew Koch never, never had a hundred. I know that for a fact. Now let me check. Let me check here. Oh, dude. Takes a while to load. I know Koch got hurt. Koch has been designated for 10-day injured list. Torn ACL on his left knee. Expected to miss remainder of the season. Mm, damn, that sucks. That's hard. But yeah, he had 89, 96, 84, 83, 96, 79, 88 RBI seasons. Overall, Koch is a great player. I mean, like overall, looking at his stat line, like 233 homers, 800 RBIs, batting 286. Like he's gonna finish. He's gonna finish his career. I bet with like two thousand hits. We'll have a thousand RBIs, and he'll hit like probably like it might even be more. He might have like I, I don't know because it's like baseball players could play forever, and he's probably gonna play. But that ACL man, but I think he'll be back and he'll be fine. But he probably has another three years starting in him, and then you know becomes a utility guy. And then it depends how much more he wants to just play. But he's making bank. He's making bank now, since leaving the team, and like good on him. So I know the Pirates never paid. Give all the credit to him, but uh, I miss Clutch sometimes. I remember one day I think he had like, I think he, I think like his last game he hit for the cycle or something, or like two, three home run game. Yeah, he, he did something that was like mad. Like we all knew he was leaving and stuff like that. It was like in September, and I think, yeah, I just remember hearing that. On the radio or something. Great player. But yeah, the like 
Back to the Pirates, man. Elias Diaz, oh, he he's been all right. 281, batting average. Adam Frazier, meh. Three home runs, meh. Cole Tucker, whose man's is this? Moran isn't bad. He's a decent player. Brian Reynolds, oh shit, who is this guy? <laughs> Brian Reynolds, batting 340. Melky Cabrera, 328. Kevin Newman, batting 321. I know, it's like the, like the Pirates just platoon everybody so it's just weird where what's the overall team average 257 that's fourth in the national league okay pitching is me joe musgrove at 440 that's i archer yeah he's been struggling a lot 573 ra damn dude trevor williams been not bad i don't know what's the tv yeah oof fuck the team era is 521. Yeah. Pitching is not good. I know the bullpen bullpen looks horrible. Look at this. The bullpen is just awful. Been awful this year. You could say injuries and this and that, but Lisa Vasquez has been bringing it. 222 ERA. And then Lariano's back. <laughs> He's been all right in relief. Kyle Crick. Some of these guys, man, they just got a good Nick Kingham, 987 ERA. Okay. But yeah, I mean, look, if the pitching's not there, you're not going to go far. And, there's, and Archer was supposed to like be the ace, right? And if he can't do that, you know, like the rotation now just looks like a bunch of... I feel like guys like Trevor Williams, Musgrove, they're like three guys. And if Archer can't be an ace, it's just a long way away. And then Talion injured, 60-day uh, DL, whatever. Yeah, that's, oof, that hurts. See, I haven't been paying attention. It's just like so much going on in life. You kind of forget about baseball for a second and do other things. But yeah, I mean, uh, Bonner is this week. They got fish twice. Fish on Friday and then closing it out Sunday. Fish got three sets. That's a bit, oof, that's a lot. I guess fish are a legendary Bonner band though, so it should be good. Because I got Childish Gambino, Solange, Brock Hampton. Post Malone, Odessa, Josier, Casey Musgrave. I like to see. I like to see that Saturday lineup looks pretty good. I'd see all. Like I'd be fine seeing all those guys. Post Malone, Odessa, Josier, Casey Musgrave's a national Lonely Island. I'd see all of them. Juice World, Gucci Mane. <laughs> yeah, dude. I fucking. It's got some good depth. It's got some country singers. I kind of, I kind of wish I would have went. Now <laughs> look at the lineup. It just would have been nice to go hang out. I like country music. Mac DeMarco, yeah, Lil Dicky, Lil Dicky's here on Sunday. Illenium, all right, I think they got a decent mix of stuff. Um, yeah, if you're at Bonnaroo, I could have had the podcast, you could have listened to it on the drive down to Bonnaroo. Oh, well, you're going to have to listen to it then on the way back home. Whoever's down, I know a few people are down at Bonnaroo that I know of. So have fun and uh, enjoy it. I know I was late with the podcast, but hey, I do it for the 10 to 15 people that listen to it when it's just me. Those are the true blue diehard StoogeCast fans, nation, whatever. I got to see. All right. I got to see if I remember this password and check an email. There probably won't be anything here. Let me see here. Oh, God. 
See, I'm so bad with passwords because I've like I have like so I've had like so many accounts on different just shit, and it's just like, oh god, another pass. It's just I'm sick of just. Ah, I'm just sick of passwords. Alright. I got it. Okay, I guessed right. Oh, thank God. I need to write it down, but then it's like, what if I write it down on a piece of paper and then somebody takes it, steals it, and then they got all my passwords? Oh, shit! We got jokes. Alrighty, then. Alright, this one says joke 50. Uh, don't. Okay, joke 50. I don't kiss and tell, but if I did, I'd tell you all about this Puerto Rican hooker who gave me a rim job. She's a sweet lady. All right, joke 50. Joke 51. There's not a lot of things that feel worse than showing up late to your own graduation party, except getting anally raped. All right. Joke 51 for Area 51. Now we got joke 52. If a midget is considered to be a whole person, why do the ones I talk to at the corner on weekends always charge half price? (laughs) Joke 53, all right. It's not a good thing to get caught speeding, but it's a little better to get caught speeding while getting roadhead. Damn right it is. Then the cops like, can I join? <laughs> no, no, no. Alright. Pens <laughs> Alright. Pens may have wait, pens have many practical uses, including but not limited to number one, writing. Number two, clicking. And number three, and shoving up my ass. Oh man, I gotta read that. I'm gonna read that again. It was funnier the other way. Pens have many practical uses, including but not limited to writing, clicking, and shoving up my ass. All right, five new jokes, 50 to 54. Gotta love them. That's the podcast. Email the podcast, stoochcast at gmail.com. You know, I answer them. I'm going to have this posted. This was mostly sports and talking about Bonnaroo and The Who. Yeah. All right, everybody have a good weekend maybe on maybe friday people will listen to it you know friday you're feeling good and then another one will come on sunday night hopefully i don't know if people want to be on here all right that's it peace